Welcome to Only the Greatest Podcast, where we explore the vital connection between fitness and success in all areas of life. We are your hosts. My name is Philip. Sean. And our goal is to help you become the greatest version of yourself. This show is brought to you by our one and only sponsor, which is ourself, OTG Fitness. OTG Fitness is a private personal training gym on the south side of Houston in Webster, Texas. You can learn more by visiting otgfitness.com or you can search OTG Fitness on any social media platform. This show is brought to you. <laughs> You're supposed to do the second one. I did. Did you? Yeah. Oh, man. See, you found me out. <laughs> so you put the shades on so nobody can see. Yeah, man. I was trying to hide. I was trying to hide oh, from everybody. Man. If you happen to find any value in this show, all we ask is that you leave a quick review and mention specifically what helped you out. If you're listening on YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, and share with anyone you think needs to hear this. We're just a couple guys here that found life-changing benefits from fitness, and we want to share that with the world. Every single like, mention, and review really does help us out so much. Help us grow this show and everything is about, by, and everything OTG is about by sharing with somebody today. Bro, you need Bro, some- Sean, man, I was just <laughs> messing me up here, you know? Bro, you need the shades, man. I guess That's so. what it is. Uh, I was thinking about, I was thinking about uh, how, how good the intros have been recently. Yeah. And then you put the shades on, kind of threw me off. Yeah. You know, and uh, I think we still, I think we still brought it home, man. Yeah. I think yeah, we still yeah, brought yeah. it home. Yeah. Well, Daryl's not here today. There's only two hosts today. Yes, sir. But uh, Daryl is out of town for a couple of weeks. If you didn't know, Daryl actually works full time uh, here at, uh, you know, locally here in the South, uh, South Houston. And he comes to the podcast straight from work, usually in the evenings. But he is out of town, actually, for a couple of weeks. So he won't be here this week or next week. But Sean and I are going to hold it down. Uh, we got some good stuff coming your, coming your way. And today we're going to be talking about the role of momentum. And this was actually something that uh, Sean has a story that he's going to share with us in just a second that kind of started this whole thing. But <clears throat> what I wanted to lead with was... Uh, just the definition of momentum. And today we're going to be talking about why it's so important, why building momentum is so important in your fitness journey. Um, and, and I thought that, again, the, a nice way to start this would be just to share with everyone uh, the actual definition of the word momentum, because it's maybe a word that we hear a lot. Mm-hmm. But do we really know like deep down what it means? So that's something that I'll do. If there's a word that I really like or I like to use often, I'll just go check the definition to make sure that one, I'm using it correctly and then I'm getting a full understanding of this word. And uh, when I looked up momentum to find the definition, the the first definition in Merriam-Webster actually speaks of a body of mass. So I was like, ah, that's not really relevant to what we're talking about here because, mm-hmm. you know, we're talking about uh, something different, right, yeah. when it comes to momentum. So uh, I, the, the second definition of momentum is more in alignment with what we're talking about. So that definition of momentum um, reads as the strength or force gained by motion or by a series of events, which is what we're talking about today, right? When you come to a fitness journey, it's the series of events that helps you gain strength or force, right? Very true. Very and true. Um, what I always like to think about is <clears throat> from, from like another way to look at it is results lead to more results. Mm-hmm. That is momentum, 
right? Yeah. So the series of events, which we're going to run through here in a second, is what helps us get results. And those results lead to more results because of momentum. Very true. Right. Very true. And that can be related to the gym, like whether you're talking lifting weights, showing up, which we're going to talk about all these things in a second. It can also be related to your food, but it's anything that leads to a result is a series of events that we're talking about. So, mm-hmm. um, Sean, why don't you kind of share with us that, that story that, that we, you told me earlier? We're not using any names or anything. Yeah. 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 But, uh, kind of what, what started this? Yeah, I'm just using like, just use some fake names. Like so, what? What are you thinking? I don't know, man. I'll just kind of make them up on the fly. So the other day, um, I was working out with my buddy, Billy, you know, we we're just <laughs> hanging out at the gym. We're hitting chest and we actually, uh, he asked me, he's like, Hey man, did, um, Vermont, bleh, crap. Did alfalfa hit you up, man? <laughs> did alfalfa? And I was like, alfalfa, yeah, man. We did have a buddy that we worked out with. His name was alfalfa, a real good guy. And he is probably like in his mid-30s. He hit me up on Instagram. He had seen me posting more and more about going to the gym. And he's like, hey, let's catch a lift together. So we did it really, really well. So it was me, Billy, and alfalfa all working out. It was a good time. But we hadn't heard from him since. So I was like, man, you know, it's, um, you know, I think that, it's not even good. It's not just good to go to the gym because, of course, we all know that. That's why we're here and we're talking about, you know, fitness weekend, day in, day sure. out, you know. But it's like, um, especially in your mid-30s, it's just tougher. Um, you know, once you're off the train and you don't go as often, it's harder the older you get to get back in that rhythm or start the rhythm even to, uh, you know, get back on like a fitness journey. And so, um, yeah, we're just kind of talking about, how important it is to kind of build that momentum coming more often and uh, make it a part of your daily thing and not just kind of like this fleeting, um, you know, resolution, you know, man, the new year's resolution, let's, you know, let's get fit and lose all this weight. And then you're on it for like a month or two. And then you just kind of forget all about it. And, um, you know, I was saying that, you know, someone like alfalfa should definitely, uh, try to focus in on making it into more of a lifestyle thing, uh, where it's like, um, what I compared it to pretty, um, pretty heavily was like drinking culture, going out with your friends every weekend. If you're the guy that every weekend, every Thursday, you're at the bar hanging out with friends and, um, it's almost abnormal for you not to come. It's like, oh man, Sean didn't show up. Where is he at? You know, he's always drinking, um, blue moons and whatnot. Where, you know, where's blue moon Sean at? What's going on here? But then, um, so I think that you need to build that same relationship and momentum with going to the gym and, um, you know, taking control of your fitness, you know, you don't really want to be, you want to make it to where you feel bad for not going to the gym. It's like, oh man, I missed the gym today. What's going on? I need to figure out a way to get that, that time in, you know, that run or that lift or whatever. So yeah, it sounds like what you're saying is that you use momentum to get to that point. And then once you're in that point, then it's like the standard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Once you start going, um, yeah. Yeah. You just kind of build your momentum up and you just kind and, of. And what happened to Alfalfa here is he broke that series of events. Yeah. After the first time. Or maybe there was only one. There was only one event. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Man, hopefully we can get Alfalfa back in there with us. But I mean, it's just it. It also comes down to what you really want to do, too. If sure. you really, really want to do it, if you really want to take that charge, uh, then you will. Uh, some people. 
I feel like there's too many people that wait until they go to the doctor and they tell them, hey, we're going to have to like amputate your foot if you, unless you lose like 20 or 30 pounds. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, yeah, of course, you know, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I mean, that's yeah. fair. And I think that's a good point, too, because the first thing that we're going to look at here when we talk about what the series of events are is the awareness that something needs to happen. Like yeah. change needs to be made. Right. And uh, let's be honest, before momentum ever has a fat ever plays a factor in this as a variable, I guess mm-hmm. you have to actually want it enough to start. Yeah. So true. momentum is kind of useless until you actually start. So that awareness piece and, and, and actually starting is step one. Mm-hmm. And when you do that and you start showing up on a regular basis, even the days you don't want to, yeah. if Especially you told the days you don't want to, if you told yourself that you're going to do it and then you follow through Mm-hmm. that is step one to that momentum starting to build. But you have to decide first that this is what you want. Little sidebar. Um, and I was going to bring this up earlier and I totally forgot until just now, but um, I was watching a TikTok video and the guy was um, pointing people to go into the gym more and more often. He's like, man, if there's anyone that's feeling like, you know, less self-confident, they feel like they're just kind of like, they, they're kind of lost in the, you know, in life as they're, as they're going about it. Uh, he was like, man, go, I always point them to go into the gym and fitness because it's very rare that there's something that you can, um, do every day and just stack small wins, you know, the, that momentum base, um, just kind of stacks and stacks and stacks. You go to the gym and it's like, all right, cool. I'm gonna hit this PR or I'm gonna go and I'm gonna actually wake up early, go to the gym or just get my workout. And it's like, not too many things in life where you can just go and stack that win and, you know, it can uh, roll over into other things. Yeah. And on that note, I think it's very important to um, understand and notice what those wins are Mm -hmm. because this is something that we deal with, with clients a lot, right? They're like, ah, I'm not really getting results and they're not feeling that momentum. It's just because they didn't even realize that they bench pressed more today than they did two weeks ago or that they're squatting deeper or that they're doing more sets, more reps. Yeah. Right? There, there's improvements yeah, being they're, made. They're, yeah. I was talking to a client this morning and he was talking about how he no longer wakes up in the middle of the night because of um, like, you know, a lot of times people that lack movement, um, they get like numbness in their leg, you know, mm. like a lack of blood flow or there's various reasons this, this can happen. But I was talking to him this morning and he mentioned that since he's been working out regularly, he actually sleeps through the night in his leg, like the leg pain and numbness is not waking him up in the middle of the night anymore. So like recognizing that as a win is very important because I think what a lot of people do, and I completely understand most people don't love to work out that much. I get it. It makes complete sense. It's hard. Totally fair. It's out of the way. You're having to not do something else that you really want to do because of this thing. I get it. But at the same time, you have to recognize all the benefits. So because you don't like it, it's very easy to bypass the wins. Mm-hmm. Does it, you see, do you see what I'm getting at? Yeah, it's exactly. very easy to overlook these wins because you, you don't necessarily like the action. But so you need to make sure that you're recognizing these wins, you know, uh, and that that's really when momentum builds. And what happens to most people at that point is they get some results. And then those results spark a deeper interest. Like to stay on track with this client that I was talking to this morning, this is one of our most committed people that we have 
Um, you know, he's, he's always in, he comes in four days a week, never misses. He went on a two week vacation a couple weeks ago and just, you know, he was just dying to get back in. Cause where he went to, um, where he went was, he went to Scotland Dude, and he said, in, uh, in Scotland, yeah, they have a lot of, like, they have some outdoor things, but he was with a family member that can't really get around all that well. Okay. Okay. And he said that there's not a lot of gyms there actually where hmm. they went, there was no gyms. And since he was with the family member that doesn't get around that well, he did nothing physical for like almost two weeks. And yeah, he said it just, that yeah, momentum kinda, kinda stopped. Kind of ate him up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, the momentum stopped, mm. right? But what I was getting at originally is that this guy has gotten really, has gotten to a point where he's really in love with the journey. And I think that that's something that most people that commit and get results, that's what happens. Mm-hmm. It's still only to be a small part of your life, right? Maybe it's like a couple percentages of your, like your mental capacity, mm-hmm. but it's, you love that those few percentage points and to a point where you're actually digging deeper into it and you want more results. And that is momentum. Yeah. Right. Because you want more. And usually what happens at this point too, is their goals become more specific. Maybe when you're like, ah, I don't know. I just want to like wear a smaller shirt and I want to, you know, not feel bad all the time and yeah and stuff like that. But or, or there's like people that start, um, which I feel like there's too many people that feel like this is a bad motivation, but they're like, man, I just want to look good. I want yeah, I just want to go to the, wrong I want to go to the gym so I can be more attractive to the opposite sex or something. Yeah. And that's totally fine. But some people are not, dude, I would never and you know, it's like that's okay. You should never beat someone up for what motivates them. Mm-hmm. It's just like like uh you'll hear a lot of people t- say too that if they want like a nice car or something, oh, that's not good motivation. What? That's, what did you just say? That's why I want to get there. Yeah. yeah it's like, that's, same. yeah, that's why you want to get there. And if that's right. because it's not like you're going <laughs> to get there and skip over every single thing that you learn right. going up to that point. You know, if you're trying to look better for the ladies, trying to get a six pack for the ladies. Well, what do you have to do to get that? That's okay, right. Okay. Well, I need to go to the gym often. I need to dial in my diet. I need to, you know, X, Y, Z. And the next thing you know, you're, you're six months, a year down the road with a six pack and, you know, honey's all on you. Just like, (laughs) it's just like, man, you know what? This is great. I learned a lot here. And what I'm getting getting at is usually when that momentum kicks in and those results happen, your goals probably change. Mm -hmm. They get a little more specific from, I want to look good to, I want to squat this amount of weight or, or whatever X, Y, Z thing that it is. And in the beginning, you're like, I don't care about squatting 225. Yeah. But once you get started and you see the relationship between squatting 225 and the way that you look, feel, act every single day, now you make that connection. Yeah. Right. And and you, and you want it. Right. And because of the momentum that you've been building, it makes you have completely different thoughts than you ever imagined. And and I hear this a lot. Actually, um, Lane Norton was the first person I ever heard say this, and I've really um, taken a taken a liking to it. People's identities change. Yeah, when especially when they go through massive changes, like big weight loss, like fifty pounds, hundred pounds, or more stuff like that. I've noticed that you like you like that term. Yeah, because it does. I'm a different person Mm -hmm. than I was when I was. No, okay, I'm the same person, but some there I, I. And it's hard to explain, but I can tell you, like, I grew up overweight, right? I was, I know what it's like to be uh, embarrassed to take your shirt off. I know what it's like to 
not be able to talk to the opposite sex and things like what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I, just com- I, I completely get it. I can tell you that today I'm, uh, I have a different identity than I did 10 plus years ago. Yeah. It's just different. Right. And so when you're before this momentum is built and before these goals get more specific, if you're listening to this, you probably can't even fathom what I'm talking about, but just trust me. If you stick with this, it will change. You probably look at, uh, uh, you know, w- when you're, when you're not into it yet and you look at people that are like really fit and they take time out of the day to work at everything, you're like this crazy, you know, you think that it's crazy. Mm-hmm. You're like, that's unnecessary and X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. But then you see it all the time. People that go through massive changes they become that person. Yeah, I would see that. Uh, I used to even think, um, like, I was looking on someone's page a long time ago, and she said, uh, someone asked her, how, how often do you work out? Oh, mm-hmm. Well, I work out six days a week. And in my head at the time, I was blown away. I was like, yeah. six days a week? That's insane, you know? But it's like, once you build the momentum, start doing it more, it's like, man, this, you know, three day a week, this ain't, this ain't cutting it. You well, know? you all, this yeah, ain't, and you, like, because you're a different person, your mind opens up to the possibility of working out six days a week. Yeah. Cause when you, when you're at zero when you're like, dude, I'm so busy. I have no time. There's no way I'm going to make it, mm-hmm. but somehow people figure it out. Exactly. And it's because through their education and the building of momentum over time, their mind opens up and they become a different person. The identity change allows them to see things that they've never, it's like, it's like they've been blind their whole life mm-hmm. or they've been wearing sunglasses and now they put on, you the, know, they take the, the sun, glasses, they on. take the sunglasses off and put the regular glasses on and they're like, Oh my goodness, look at this 45 minutes that I have. I could actually work out during that time. Man, this would be great. Wow. Man, that would be nice if I woke up just a little bit yeah. earlier or if I just took that little bit of time. You mean I can take two hours on a Sunday and meal prep for a whole week? Whoa. That seemed impossible three months ago, but it's not impossible. Mm-hmm. You just have to build the momentum, which will allow you to open your mind to these things that will change your life. And that's kind of what we're talking about here. We want to use that momentum to move forward in a way that allows your life to, to, to become, uh, become, to allow fitness to become a normal everyday Maybe six days a week, maybe four, whatever part of your life. It becomes a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And honestly, at that point, you don't really don't even need the momentum anymore. It's kind of established. Now, if your goals change over time, maybe you want to go through a strength phase. Maybe you want to tighten up for summer. Um, you want to lose a couple pounds or you Training actually, for a run or something. Yeah, 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 for sure. That's a great example. Like, no. pff, dude, if you were to ask me, I guess I have been running over a year now, almost a year and a half. But if you had asked me two years ago. Like, hey man, you wanna go for a run? And you and you were at that point a very physically fit yeah. guy, but you would never even imagine never consider you didn't identify as a runner at the time. No way, yeah. yeah. Bingo, that's a great, great point. Daryl yeah. texted me one day, he's like, Hey man, I went for a run, I went five miles. What you got? And I was like, 
well, shit, I better go. <laughs> and I became a runner. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I'm not going to lie, dude, it was tough in the beginning. I remember the first time I went for a run, I left the gym and I went down um, the neighborhood behind the gym, Edgewater, you know, mm-hmm. and kind of went down in there. And Daryl had gone, uh, I, I forget, to be honest, I don't remember. I think it, I think it was more like three and a half. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I got to get at least four. Right, man, build them up and chop them down. Man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, I think he went like half a mile or something yeah. like that. I don't know. <laughs> I, really don't, I think it was three, three and a half. I don't remember exactly, but anyways, I went for a run, and I got back into the gym, dude. My, I couldn't walk. Yeah, I at that time I lived in this townhouse over in League City. And my bedroom was upstairs, you know? Oh, shit. And dude, <laughs> I barely made it up the stairs that night. Really? Yep. Yeah. But I was like, hey, I think, uh, yeah, this was hard. I think this is what I want to try. We started talking about the running a marathon thing. So I built, and here we are now, dude, I can bust out five miles. Pretty, yep. you know? I'm not going to say it's easy, right? But- you, you, know? can, you can do it with a relative ease compared yeah. to when you first uh, did it. And hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Because I used momentum over time and now it's a regular everyday, something that I do three, a minimum three, usually, um, usually, and sometimes four days a week. Yeah. It's like one of those things like is, um, as cheesy as it kind of sounds, it's like what doesn't kill you makes you stronger type thing. Yep. It's like, if you're not dead after it, it's like, man, it's usually pretty interesting to be like, man, I got that far and I never run and mm-hmm. I just ran five miles. It hurt bad. And I'm like, kind of my, my next day is kind of screwed up, but it's like, what if I did this and tweak this in like my training or something to build up to that where I can do it, no problem, no right. issue. And it's like, I think, you know, like we we're talking about building momentum and, you know, expanding your mind on something um, and changing your identity. It's like, oh man, this is, this is cool. Now, yeah. now I can do it. And it's not as, uh, not as strenuous because I put in that work and now I want to push further and further and further. And now you're running, you know, you're training for a marathon now. For sure. And I think that's something <clears throat> to just to kind of start to wrap this up. Uh, I look back on when I started in, in the momentum that, that I kind of built with, with my first losing weight. And if, if, um, if you're listening to this and you never heard me say this before, um, when I lost weight, I, I didn't exercise at all. It was all just nutrition based, um, portion control. Very, I didn't know what carbs were or protein, right? Just a little portion control. And then I've learned over time, you know, how to do it better and stuff. But when I first started, I remember very specifically a few things. One, I remember instead of eating a whole sandwich, only eating half of it and wrapping the other half in a paper towel and putting it in the fridge. And then I would, instead of taking the whole bag of potato chips to the couch, (laughs) I would just grab a handful and put it on a plate with my half a sandwich. Mm -hmm. Right. And I remember doing that very clearly. And that was step one to me getting some results. Right. The next thing that I remember very clearly was the first time someone asked if, if I had been, if I had lost weight, Mm. I remember I I used to work at the dog track, um, work at the dog track. There was a guy there, super nice guy. His name, and I'll use his name. Um, it's a very generic name. His name was Marcus. I remember very clearly. Marcus was like, Phil, man, you losing some weight. It wasn't like Bartholomew or no, nothing. No, it wasn't. What's uh, Alfalfa? What's what's his name? What's his friend's name in uh, Little Rascals? Spanky. 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 <laughs> <laughs> what <are you> speaking? <laughs> but no, his name was Marcus. Uh, I remember very clearly. And this is 
Oh man, we gra- I graduated high school in 2009. So this is probably like 2010, maybe 2011. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was at work at the dog track. And he was like, yeah, man, I can see it in your neck. And I was like, whoa, rocket ship from that day, dude. I'm serious. Really? Yeah. I tell people all the time that the, the most motivating thing is results. And the second most motivating thing is when other people tell you about them. Yeah. And that was the momentum builder for me. It definitely hits different when someone yeah. else notices it like, damn, man, you're, getting, you're slimming down a little bit. It's like, hey, 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 yeah. hey, 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 uh-huh. hey, don't worry about that, man. Yeah. But no, it, it is cool though. Yeah, it feels it's, great. It's very true. And that for me, and as bad as it sounds, I know you going back to what you mentioned earlier, <clears throat> you know, um, what is good motivation versus bad motivation? Well, that motivated the hell out of me. And I was off to the races yeah. from a weight loss perspective. And then, uh, you know, it was about eight months later or so probably that I started actually working out. Cause once again, I very, I remember very specifically, my cousin told me that I didn't look very healthy cause I was too skinny. I remember very clearly. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, well shit. How do I fix it? I that? was too fat. <laughs> now I'm too skinny. I guess I'll start working out. Yeah. So I started going, started going to Lowry center. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had like a yearly membership there. I do remember that. Yeah. yeah. And it was really cheap. I don't, I, yeah, it was really, it's, really it's not cheap. very much, but it was right across the street from my house. I would actually jog there, work out. I think it was like 30 bucks a year. I think it was 70. Some, 70. It was $70 okay, okay. a year, uh, somewhere around there. Yeah. But, and I remember getting a workout plan from my friend who worked there and it was just, uh, Chest and back on Monday. Um, arms on Wednesday. And that's bicep, tricep. Yeah, yeah. straight. Yeah. Oh, okay. Shoulders and legs on Friday. And I did that for probably like a year. Not the best thing in the world, you know, but I was doing something and I was building momentum during that time as I was learning. Mm-hmm. And as I learned what we said earlier, my goals became more specific. It went from, Ooh, I just don't want to be unhealthy, skinny to, I wanted to look better, feel better, get stronger. And I remember <clears throat> another thing pretty clearly was there was a guy there. Now I don't remember this, this guy's name, but he was a senior, I think when I was a freshman. And so he's like three or four years older than me. And I'll be, this is after high school that I was there, but I remember watching him, and they only had dumbbells up to 60 pounds. Oh, yeah. The 60-pound dumbbells. And yeah, he yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. bench pressing with those 60-pound dumbbells. Moving them. And and he had a leg brace on. He had broken his uh, ankle or something. Okay. And Dang. I just I remember his his friend was spotting him because, you know, he couldn't. He couldn't, he could walk right on crutches, but he couldn't carry dumbbells. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Right. Yeah, so yeah. his friend handed him dumbbells and he was bench pressing with those, the heaviest dumbbells in the gym. Keep in mind, I, I don't know what a dumbbell is. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I, I didn't know how, I didn't know they made dumbbells up to a hundred, like what much was like 150 or whatever dumbbells go up to. Yeah. And I just remember watching, he was doing the heaviest dumbbells in Lowry Center, 60 pounds. And I was like, that's crazy. Yeah. This dude's a monster. Yeah. And I wanted to be able to do it. Yeah. And I got to where I could do it. Yeah. And then, but I used momentum from the results of Marcus telling me that he, he saw my neck get a little smaller. He could tell I was losing weight. Yeah. Right. Okay. And it all just built from there. And here we are, you know, 
12 years later. So I feel a little skinny neck us. So like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Turns out it was totally different yeah. back then. He's like, <laughs> I just remember yeah. it so clearly. And it's yeah. crazy how, you know, things that make such an impact on your life. Like you can, you can remember them, right? Mm-hmm. Statements like that. And guys, if you're listening to this and you feel like you're trying to get some momentum going and you just can't figure it out, pay attention Look at the things that are actually happening around you. If you're doing good things for yourself, you probably got some wins somewhere. You're just not recognizing them. Very true. Right? And so, you know, when people make compliments to you, like let them hit you. Let, let, you know what I mean? Let them hit you. You know how negative comments punch you in the face? Yeah. Well, let the positive ones do that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Does that make, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because everybody knows you get a hundred compliments, you're like, ah, whatever. But as soon as one negative comes in, it destroys your life. Yeah, I'm terrible at taking uh, compliments. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, that's something I've been definitely working yeah. on. Trying so to get better at that. Take those compliments and use them as momentum mm-hmm. and give it more. If somebody gives you a negative one, use that as momentum too. Prove them wrong. It might take some time. You're going to have to have patience for this one. This requires patience. Mm-hmm. But do it and be impatiently patient. Isn't it? I think Gary Vee says that. Like impatiently patient, meaning that you can't, you know, you have to wait for it. But you're not going to wait to act on it. Mm. Meaning that I act on it now and I have to continue to act on it for long enough to get the result. And that's showing the patient. You're being impatient by acting on it right now. Yeah. But you're being patient because you know those actions are going to have to take time before it comes to fruition. Nice. Right? Yeah. So um, think about that. Build momentum. Pay attention to the things around you. And know that these wins matter. Let the momentum build. Stack those wins. And keep trucking forward and you'll get where you want to go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sounds great. What do you think? Anything else? You got anything to add? Man, no, nothing really. Nothing really. Uh, right. Just like, comment, subscribe. Yeah. Hopefully Shit. Alfalfa shows back up. Yeah. Hopefully we can get Alfalfa back in the gym. But Alfalfa, uh, if you're listening to this. Th- this one's for you. <laughs> <laughs> this one's for you, Alfalfa. Perfect. Close it out. <laughs> All right, I like man. it. I'll see y'all later. Nice. Very good. (laughs) Alfalfa and Billy. Alfalfa and Billy, man.